Hey there, have your 2024 content marketing efforts stalled already? If you answered yes, book a content strategy call with me to uncover the roadblocks that may be holding you back. Visit contentmarketingschoolonline.com to book your content strategy call and check out the other resources while you're there. That's contentmarketingschoolonline.com. Richmond, welcome to Content Marketing School, where we will dive into content marketing strategies specifically for coaches, consultants, and entrepreneurs. Discover how effective content marketing can elevate your brand and grow your business. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to hit that follow button. Hi, I'm Annette Richmond. Welcome to Content Marketing School. In this episode, I'm going to share a few ways that you can improve your LinkedIn profile to have more success in 2024. While this podcast is all about content marketing, when you do attract people and have them visit your profile, you want to make sure to have an engaging LinkedIn profile that makes potential clients want to contact you. If you're wondering why LinkedIn isn't working for you, it might be because instead of having a compelling, robust profile that makes people want to reach out to you, you have a barely there skeleton profile that attracts absolutely no one. LinkedIn provides many opportunities for you to sell yourself to potential clients, but LinkedIn is only a tool. It's up to you to use it to your best advantage. Unfortunately, most people don't use the features to their best advantage, but today I'm going to share a few ways that you can make your skeleton profile more robust. Skeleton profiles are not only filled with missed opportunities to sell yourself to potential clients, they make you look unsavvy. And who wants to hire someone who's unsavvy? On the other hand, robust profiles tell people what you do and why you do it. They even give potential clients a taste of what it might be like to work with you. Let me give you a few examples. A skeleton profile might have LinkedIn's default headline, which is your current position. It might have an about section with big blocks of boring text written in the third person. Your experience section is likely to be just titles and maybe a few lines about what you did for your clients. And then, of course, the default banner in shades of gray or a random image that's not related to your business. A robust profile, on the other hand, would have a headline that focuses on what you can do for potential clients. An about section that shares a few tips and techniques in your area of expertise that will give potential clients a taste of what it might be like to work with you. The experience section would focus on your services and also the impact that you've had on your clients. And of course, a custom banner in your brand colors that sells you to potential clients. Because your LinkedIn headshot is so important, I want to spend a little time talking about that. Like my colleagues, I tell all of my clients that having a LinkedIn headshot is essential. For one thing, it improves your visibility. 
Profiles with photos can get up to 21 times more views than profiles without them. And that's according to LinkedIn stats. One of the reasons a strong, engaging profile photo is so important is because it's the first thing that people see when they land on your profile, like after they've met you at a conference or a business event, or someone shared your name as a referral. If you don't have a photo, most people will wonder why. So be sure to not only have a photo, but have one that actually looks like you, not one that's a decade old or so photoshopped that there's barely a resemblance. While having a professionally done headshot is great if you have the budget, don't let a lack of funds hold you back. Have a friend or family member take a photo of you. Since your LinkedIn profile represents you on the business stage, it's important to have a headshot with a professional yet approachable look. While professional varies depending on the industry and your position, smiles are universal. When it comes to getting opinions on your headshot, while it can be helpful to get ideas from your friends and family, remember that people who know you see the you that they know. That's why I recommend running your photos through a site called photofeeler.com. It's a quick and relatively inexpensive process that provides you with some objective feedback. All you need to do is upload your photo and provide your title. While Photofeeler began as a platform to analyze professional or business photos, they now offer the option of rating headshots for social media and dating sites, as well as for business. Since it's for your LinkedIn profile, be sure to select the business option. Your photo will then be rated on being competent, likable, and influential. The first time I used Photofeeler myself, I was shocked to find out that those viewing the image that I thought was perfect didn't think I was very likable. Many of the clients that I've recommended use the platform have been equally surprised. So if your photo is dated or just not that great, have some new ones taken and get some objective feedback. And be sure to choose the correct setting for your headshot. In case you didn't know, LinkedIn provides four options. First degree connections only, your network, so only people connected up to three degrees can see it, all LinkedIn members, people can see it only when they're logged into LinkedIn or anyone, which means people who are off the platform as well as people on LinkedIn will be able to see it. Make sure your LinkedIn headshot is set to anyone so you'll be seen by potential clients and contacts beyond your direct connections. When it comes to engagement on LinkedIn, do you ever even comment on anyone's posts, let alone write your own? If being active on LinkedIn is new to you, take baby steps. Most people think that being active means sharing status updates or posting articles, but the truth is most engagement happens in the comments and direct messages. We've all heard that phrase, it's not what you know, it's who you know, but the truth is it's really about who knows you. Begin by following people that you'd like to know, particularly those that you want to know you. Start with 15 minutes a day, three to five times a week, reading and commenting on other people's posts. When you comment, make sure to share why you're commenting, 
what you found relevant in the person's post or maybe add some insights of your own. Once you're comfortable with that, work up to 15, 20 minutes a day, maybe five days a week to build engagement and start building those relationships. When you're ready, move on to sharing helpful content of your own. To learn more about various types of content that you can create for LinkedIn, listen to episode number 11 on this podcast. In that episode, I delve deeper into commenting strategy, talk a little bit about text posts, easy ways to create graphics, a few video techniques, and also some information about sliders, also known as carousels, which are very popular on LinkedIn right now. Thanks again for joining me today for this episode. If you found the information relevant and helpful for you, please share it with a friend. I bet they'll thank you. Thanks for tuning into The Content Marketing Show with me, Annette Richmond. If today's insights have inspired and resonated with you, please share this episode. And if you haven't already, hit the follow button to keep learning and growing with us. Wait, before you go, are you struggling to create original content because you don't know what to say? Download a copy of 25 Content Ideas to kickstart your social media posts for people who don't know what to say. Use the link in the show notes or visit contentmarketingschoolonline.com. That's contentmarketingschoolonline.com.